0: Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden.
1: And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, we are the Gossip Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your
0: 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Okay
1: guys, it's another Monday happy I'm, monday i feel like i always say that and they're like yeah Haley, we know <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> reminding you in case yeah. you didn't every six days the seventh day is then monday <laughs> yep so we are here today with we have oh we have something to tell you guys isn't that how you always start off confrontation
0: yeah ah! can i talk to you about something
1: yeah there's something that i want to talk to you about awkward oh my god <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're going to go into depth today. We're going to talk about confrontation, how to handle confrontation, um, especially if you're somebody who is very non-confrontational, more of like a people pleaser type person. <laughs> are you throwing shade? Not uh, pointing yeah. your fingers <laughs> here. But, uh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 I yes. think that a lot of people, especially people who are a little more like emotionally, Um, you know, just people who are a little bit more emotionally driven. It's like, it can be, yeah, sensitive. It can be a little bit of a harder thing to navigate. So I think we're going to hopefully give you guys some good tips and tricks today. Um, and just kind of talk it out.
1: I was giggling when I was writing this stuff down because I'm all, I'm like, it's so funny that I'm going to now tell other people this stuff when I'm like, yeah, Haley, you should fucking listen to the, listen to what you're saying. So yeah, <laughs> we're working on it day by day. So, but yeah. first, first we'll do our gratitude moment. Yes. So, Max, tell me what you're grateful
0: for. Okay, everybody. Well, a couple minutes ago from when we're recording this, which is Sunday night, which is the day before you're hearing this, <laughs> I... i'm being so dramatic i ordered myself some freaking crammed cookies and if you guys don't know what crammed cookies are like you ain't even living honest to god you need to just follow them on instagram it's these bougie ass cookies they look delicious Uh, they are delicious Uh, i want to die and i got my hands on a few um and i'm very excited and i'm grateful that i got some
1: also, I'm kind of like selfishly being like, don't go follow because
0: then they sell out every time. So then I'm like, um, let's just keep the yeah. secret. <laughs> yeah, but no they're kidding. huge. I didn't even get some of the ones I wanted. I wanted the Reese's ones, and they sold out while they were in my cart before I checked out.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. But I got
0: some of the mini egg ones and a lemon guy and a carrot cake score guy. So I still got some good guys. But maybe no maybe we'll have to record a ASMR for that yeah me eating the cookies (laughs) yeah (laughs) crunch crunch crunch
1: (laughs) that's funny okay oh my god i just went blank i have a gratitude moment okay well it's gonna be it's gonna be that i'm grateful for green onion cakes
0: okay those looked so good they were so
1: good kira bless her soul made these green onion cakes from this account that my friend has called i think it's called wellness with jewels um, and she told me that she made the recipe herself, like it's a hand homemade recipe. Wow! She, yeah, I was like, oh, you didn't Google that, but they were delish, and they're they're I they didn't have a tummy ache after, so wow. I'll share
0: it in the stories because it was yeah, so I'll yummy. Yeah, try them out because yeah. I feel like I freaking love green onion cakes. So. Oh, so
1: good! It was so freaking good.
0: I'm not too were hard they to pretty make. Pretty easy. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's good. Yeah. Well, Akira made them, but it looked pretty easy, so
0: yeah, nice. I was just
1: lazy. But I have to tell you guys a funny story. Okay. Okay. I will keep the names anonymous because it's very embarrassing. Okay. So today I had a outdoor sitting in a backyard gather with a couple of pals. Mm -hmm. Um, We all, it was COVID friendly, COVID safe. And one of the girls brought some clothes that she's donating and just was like, here, let me do a bit of show and tell and see if anybody wants these clothes before I take them to Goodwill. Mm -hmm. So did our dibs?es everybody got what they wanted and one of the girls was going to try on a new sweater that she got in the exchange and mm-hmm. she went to take off her current sweater and she did not have a bra on <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so she takes her sweater off because covid things right like nobody wears a bra anymore you just don't know yeah so she goes to take off her hoodie and we're all just chatting and then she's just sitting there with her boobs out and we're all like "Uh, like does she know her boobs out did she do that on purpose like is she just a free girl now like (laughs) we're all just like oh and then she goes oh my god i thought i had a sports bra and we're like you didn't feel the cold air like oh my god that's
0: hilarious
1: she's just sitting there we're just like oh okay she's comfortable okay (laughs) it was so funny i was just like that's if that's if that ain't covid like you just have no idea anymore like bras are just irrelevant (laughs) (laughs) free the nipple (laughs) yeah exactly
0: so i had to share
1: for a good morning giggle but yeah hilarious okay shall we take a deep dive
0: yeah let's fucking talk about it
1: oh oh Um, are you are you confronting me
0: (laughs) yeah okay (laughs)
1: i'll let you start the conversation i'll follow your lead
0: Okay, so I mean there's lots of different types of confrontation and I guess we're going to just be kind of talking about it in more of a general sense. Yeah. Um there's obviously confrontation where maybe the stakes aren't as like high, like you could just be trying to talk about maybe an issue like with your friend um or your partner where it's just like oh something's bothering me, like I want to bring this up. Mm-hmm. And then there's other types of confrontation where it's like more maybe a professional sense, so maybe you're needing to talk to your boss about something potentially like an issue you're having with work or maybe asking for a raise or things like that. Um, I feel like there's just levels. different levels, especially mm-hmm. depending on the relationship you have with that person. Like for some people, maybe it's easier to have a conversation with somebody that they're close to
1: Yeah. or
0: other people. It could be vice versa where that makes them more nervous. I agree. Um, yeah.
1: I think so I think with all levels confrontation kind of gets this bad rap. I think it comes from both us humans being experiencing situations of confrontation that have gone bad mm-hmm. or that kind of end in what we think of as like negative emotions where we're like oh shit I shouldn't have said that or like somebody's mad or yeah in in severe situations I guess like you lose a friend over it which is where you kind of get these like scars, I feel like this is personally where my bad relationship with confrontation has come from, just like I've had it, situations where like maybe I have you know I brought something up well mm. <laughs> okay i'll talk I'll talk more about like the relationship one, but I just think that's where uh people would rather avoid confrontation if it's gonna avoid yeah. a blowout or of this or that, but that's not what confrontation is. That's people's reaction to confrontation, which I think is something I'm trying to will learn right now. Yeah.
0: So Yeah, for sure. But, and I think another thing too is like kind of the stress and anxiety that people have around confrontation, like is a technically like a kind of stems from anxiety because when you think about what is anxiety, it's like, always thinking about the worst possible scenario and with confrontation it's the same thing like people who are afraid of confrontation they're afraid of the worst possible scenario right like most of the time when you bring up something with somebody and you have a conversation with them it ends up going fine like the person ends up being very receptive to what you're saying and you know it in most cases will be okay but I think we always just prepare ourselves that it's going to go like the worst case scenario yeah. which is crazy it is it's like it's like
1: um as a person who I feel like used to be very avoidant of confrontation in my mind it my, my thought process would have been okay if I just avoid this subject all in all it's just gonna like disappear and, yeah but I have learned that that is far from the far from what actually happens yeah so I'm just gonna take us on a little stroll right now about that. So I kind of did a bit of a deep dive on that. Um, it's it's actually a thing called conflict avoidance. So it's kind of like you just want to make everything seem fine. So once it mm-hmm. feels fine, then it's imaginatively it's just gonna be fine. Like you kind of yeah. kid yourself in your brain to just be like, well, if I make it seem fine, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Um. So that's basically you're avoiding emotional responses you maybe you change the subject to talk about something else maybe you're deflecting maybe you shut down maybe you remove yourself from the situation um I know a lot of times I would just kind of maybe when a conf or a uncomfortable conversation would start happening I would either kind of just do whatever was needed to be done to just like ease the tension like yeah oh okay yeah like we can go to that restaurant even though I'm like I don't want to do that or or just to make somebody happy like I don't want to make the situation bad or even in a work situation where you're like yeah I'll just just do it instead of saying okay no like I'm doing like I've done my fair share this person needs to do their fair share instead yeah
0: so I think yeah for sure I agree with that I just think um not waiting until things also, like, get so bad that you want to, like, blow up or you start getting upset for, you know, no reason. Like, if it's something small that you can talk about right in the moment when you're feeling that, like, it it helps to not blow things up into something bigger than they are. Because I think if you just bottle it in and try and be like, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, eventually something else is going to happen and it might trigger, you know, old things coming up that you should have talked about before and then that other person's gonna be like okay well why didn't you say that back when it actually was a thing do you know what I mean yeah so I think that's a huge thing is to I mean it, there's a difference between being impulsive and like bringing things up maybe when you're really emotionally heated about something like yes. I think you definitely need to take a moment to kind of like collect yourself and like come up with the strategy but then I also think you know not waiting so long that it becomes like an awkward amount of time (laughs) yeah
1: because I think I think then that becomes you resent that person because you're like angry because you're like in your mind you're like that person should just know how I feel about these situations and then you're starting to get resentful but in actuality it's just you not communicating and being scared of having that conversation thinking I the worst possible situation is going to come exactly
0: of it. yeah so. I agree with that too and I think it's always good to remember like no one can read your mind yeah no one's a mind reader and like you might bring something up and that person literally had like zero idea and they're like oh oh my god like thank you so much for you know bringing this up or bringing that to my attention like you know a, a lot of times uh, we maybe start to get emotionally invested because we're like oh my god that person's like doing this on purpose or like yeah you know you start to create all these crazy scenarios and I think that kind of goes back to like drawing things out like if you just bring it up in the moment it doesn't give you enough like a lot of time to overthink it
1: yeah no I agree I actually have a very interesting piece of like a thought about this because so I've been on the Brene Brown kick if Mm -hmm. y'all love her like bless she's amazing and she kind of talked about this in one of her books about how when you're having those like icky feelings it could be anything anything that's uncomfortable to bring up in conversation with a friend significant other anybody you mm-hmm. you start the conversation with saying I am creating this story in my mind that you don't want to go on a date with me because you think we've been dating for seven years and you think I'm ugly
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and like it could be any story like it could be like uh, I'm making this narrative in my mind that you're mad at me because I didn't empty the dishwasher correctly the other day and and the person is like it it almost takes off that like pressure of blaming because yeah. it's like okay, and then the other person can be like, Okay well, I understand maybe this is how it looks, and that's why you're creating this narrative in your mind, but like this is what's actually happening instead of yeah. instead of being like you didn't empty the dishwasher the other day, so then now I feel like this saying I, you know, kind of
0: using the word I intentionally to reduce blame. Yeah, I agree. I think sticking to those I statements and not like putting the blame on the other person because then I think it becomes very accusatory and it can become more of a fight. But if you just like, hey, I'm feeling this way um, because of this, Mm -hmm. you know, how can we get past this? How can we fix this? Instead of saying like, you did this and blah, 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 you're shitty. Like, I think that's really important. I agree. Um, And I also just think kind of – When you're wanting to bring something up with somebody, I think it's really important to just like plan out what you want to say and sort of plan out what is my end goal from this conversation. Yeah. Before you actually have the conversation, just think like, okay, what am I hoping to gain from confronting this person about this issue? Like, is it I'm confronting my boyfriend about the way that he acts when we're around our friends because I want him to feel more comfortable like with you know, in a social situation with my friends or, like, why am I wanting to have this conversation? Or, like, you know, for example, let's say with the podcast, like, you had an issue with the way I was editing the podcast and you wanted to talk to me about it. It's like, hey, what am I hoping to gain? Well, I just want to feel, you know, I want to feel more happy with the way that the podcasts come out. Like, I want to be more proud of them. I think that we could put a bit more effort into the editing. That's what I'm hoping to gain. It's not you're hoping to be, like, I hope you feel bad because you're doing a shitty job editing and I don't like the way you edit, like, that type of thing. I think it's, you have to think of it as a situation and not as the person. Yes, I
1: agree. And and like you said, like, explaining detail, like, using your big girl words. And instead of just saying, I don't like how you edit the podcast. But, yeah, saying, like, I don't like this, but I kind of like this. Like, it's almost saying, I feel this way because of this. Like, there's a why to why I feel this way and not just saying, I don't like it. I don't like when exactly. you do this, you know,
0: exactly. And I think that if you approach anything with kindness and compassion, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody's going to react negatively to that for you coming and having like a mature conversation and being kind about the way that you're going about it, like that's on them. If they're going to take that personally yeah. and come back and be angry at you, like that's not, you shouldn't feel bad. Like that's nothing you did wrong because you, you know, were brave enough to step up and say something that was on your mind. And do it in a correct and respectful manner. So I feel like if you've had a bad situation in the past, like don't think that that is your fault, I guess. Yeah.
1: I think it's interesting because I think initially anytime – it's funny because like I remember having this, a conversation like this with one of my girlfriends because she was like why like basically not understanding the fear of confrontation – on my part because I think she had obviously grown up seeing confrontation in a different light. So she's okay with it and and more comfortable with it. And then in my mind, as soon as things get maybe a bit heated or like there's like, you know, I I start to panic. And so I think working through that has been something um, I've been on the journey of is, is, yeah, wrapping your head around like people – can feel those emotions when you confront them with something and that's okay like emotions do pass and they are allowed to feel angry or upset or frustrated but yeah it isn't okay for them to to I'm not gonna be your friend now because of it or I'm gonna ignore you for the
0: rest of the week like those those then that's on them on how they handled it Exactly. You shouldn't feel bad because you brought it up as long as you did it in, like, a respectful way. I feel like you shouldn't have any, like, you shouldn't feel bad. And if they're, I think it's also important to understand, like, their point of view because Mm -hmm. obviously you're trying to separate the person from the situation. But initially that person may take it to heart and take it personally. And it might take them a little bit of time to, like, realize that there's a separation between those two things. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you are in a situation and maybe the other person is becoming hostile, just take a minute to kind of process and, like, let just listen to what they have to say instead of trying to argue back and make it, like, a fight. Yes. And then I also think another thing to do in a situation is, like, repeat kind of, like, what you're understanding from them.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, like,
0: for example, if we just kind of go back to, like, this editing situation, let's say that happened and I got really offended and I was upset, and then you could say, like, okay, like, I am wanting to make some changes with the podcast, and I I understand that that makes you feel like I'm attacking you. It makes you feel like I'm putting down your work. Yeah. Um, so wh- how, can we, how can we come to a resolution? Like, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way, but that's not my intention. I'm just trying to see how we can grow, you know, our podcast and make this the best it can be. That's what I want. Like, kind of ex- making sure to express that it isn't about them and just – kind of trying to have that conversation and just making sure you listen and understand their point of view instead of just immediately being like oh my god she's being such a bitch like that's not what i meant at all like why is she being crazy that type of thing
1: yeah i think it's i think giving confrontation and taking confrontation are two different things and i think i think it's it's hard when someone is giving you confrontation because sometimes it kind of catches you off guard and i think that's when people can get emotional but i agree like it's almost like you have to check yourself when somebody wants to to chat with you like in all times i think in all situations in listening as we grow older anytime somebody wants to have a conversation with you it's truly about actively listening and and really taking in what they're saying and and thinking like okay like i i know this person cares about me they're not attacking me like yeah and 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 just like I don't know. I think it obviously is, it's very helpful for growth in a friendship or relationship because I got a story. I had an epiphany reading some of these things, y'all. Like, I, in my past relationship, I never even thought about this. I never even thought that this could be part of why I hate confrontation. But a lot of the times, what would happen is I would confront him about something that I was Like I had to build up my confidence so much to be like, okay, like when you do this, it kind of makes me uncomfortable or like, should I be concerned about this? And a lot of times it would end in either a fight or I would get ignored for so long. And I just feel like in those situations, like I, I don't know, I don't know where I was going with that.
0: (laughs) No, I think that that's a valid, no, I think that's a valid point. Like when you've had those situations in the past, it can make it definitely adds on to that fear and that anxiety oh, and yes. you know there can definitely be a little bit of like emotional manipulation in that sense where like that person is making you feel bad for speaking your truth and yes you should never feel guilty for expressing the way that you feel like that's just something that I think that whatever side of the coin you're on, if you're the person that's doing the confrontation, if you're Mm -hmm. the one that bringing up the issue versus if you're the person that's having somebody bring it up to you. I think just always remembering that it takes guts to do it. And that person is only doing it because they respect you and they want to grow your relationship. They want to salvage your relationship. So even if you maybe are upset with them in the moment just trying to remember that, you know, if it was the the roles were reversed, like, it would be hard for you in that situation and you would have to really, it has to be like a person that you value enough to even have the conversation yes. with. So take it as almost like, not flattery, but just take it as like, oh, that person cared enough about our relationship or cared enough about this situation, that they wanted to fix it and come to a yes. resolution.
1: I agree. I remember now, but I was just saying how like, when you stop confronting people in your life that you care about. I mm-hmm. felt that was when the relationship got distant. But any time yeah. now in my life where when I can mutter up the courage, but I do feel actually that the people who, like friends and family, Gerald, all of the people in my life right now, it's taken a lot of time, but I'm starting to get to a point where I feel a lot more confident in being able to bring up issues or things I want to confront and every time I have done it it always brings me closer to that person always like strengthens that relationship instead of obviously bottling Mm -hmm. it up and then resenting them for
0: ever and eternity and I also think kind of going back to like the thinking worst case scenario like you have to kind of also think about it as confrontation versus conversation Mm. because I think a lot of times we automatically think that something is confrontational when yeah. the other person might not even think that that's a confrontation at all. Like, they very might just true. be like, oh, that's just, you know what I mean? Like, if you brought up something, uh, taking it back to the same example with the yeah. podcast, like, you might be so nervous and be like, oh, my God, I hope she's, like, not mad. You yes. bring it up to me and I'm just like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And, like, I, yes. in my mind, that's not even a confrontational conversation exactly. at all. Like, it was just a conversation.
1: Exactly. That happens so to I me think, actually very often. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's also hard because it's, like, maybe something that maybe would upset you like won't necessarily upset somebody else like you might be thinking like oh if somebody said that to me like I'd feel so bad like I don't want them to feel upset or bad about the situation but like that person might be like oh yeah totally like whatever
1: yeah and everyone has
0: different opinions and different feelings so I think it's kind of hard to separate that as well
1: and I think also as a person who like on the other side taking confrontation I would like I always want the people in my life to be able to come to me and tell me how they feel. Like, it makes me shitty to think, oh, man, they don't feel comfortable enough to come tell me. Like, I want yeah. to make them always know, like, yeah, you could tell me anything. And I will always, you know, like, I am a sensitive cry. I might cry, but I will never <laughs> abandon you kind of thing. Yeah, so, exactly. It's it's interesting how how we have made up this whole mindset around it but I also think it doesn't get talked about enough like like yeah. I just think Gerald and I don't sit down and talk about h- how we confront each other and like how we feel about confrontation whereas yeah. like it probably could be a useful conversation to have
0: you know oh I think I, I totally agree and I think especially when you have different communication styles like I think it's so important to kind of discuss that yeah. and just say like if I'm having an issue like I want to be able to just come out and say it, like, you know, instead of being passive aggressive, like some people yeah. have those tendencies to be really passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah. And so I think just having those conversations like, hey, you know, if you have something that's on your mind, like I want you to tell me, you know, make that person feel comfortable and not have those fears. I agree. Just being outright about it.
1: I agree. And I think on the on the tangent of relationships too, is I know... This happens so often. I do this. Everybody does this. But it's like when you start to make it a competition, when you confront them about something, like we were saying earlier about like when you said, Oh, I'll, oh, I'm really, it offends me when you don't empty the dishwasher because it makes me feel like you don't um, care about our space. Mm-hmm. And then the next, then the person goes, Well, like you don't empty the fridge when there's like rotten food in the fridge kind of thing. Yeah. And then it becomes the competition. And I think yeah. that's when confrontation goes bad. Yeah and we've all had those experiences but again exactly. that's working on your confrontation skills both on the giving and receiving side I think it's a lifelong thing but yeah
0: and I think also like if that is a situation that ends up happening to you like if you're trying to bring up a certain issue and the other person is doing that like oh let's do it this then like let's do the back and forth like yeah I have some shit on you I think yeah just saying like okay like I understand but like Let's we can talk about that. But I just want to talk about this issue right now. Like, let's resolve this. And then if you have something else you want to say, like, let's have that conversation. But that's a separate conversation.
1: I think that's a good point, Lex. I think I think you being the maybe the person to bring up the initial confrontation Mm -hmm. could be prepared for that and, and really guide the conversation. Cause yeah. I think at least one person's got to guide it when it starts getting like that. Oh, exactly. I'm, I, I know that feeling where you're just like, it's like, you want to win the conver- the conversation. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And I think that kind of goes back to like having a bit of a plan before you yeah. go ahead and just like blurt something out, planning out your points. Like, what is it that I want to express to this person before I actually just go out with everything that I want to say? Yeah. And like word vomiting. Like, yeah. what <laughs> is it that I want to say to them? What's my end goal? Like, what do I want to gain? That type of thing
1: yeah I agree. and
0: just kind of having that goal in mind throughout the conversation so that you can kind of keep it steering back to that direction that you want to go
1: yeah no I definitely agree with that um do you have any tips on confrontation
0: in the workplace yeah I would say my number one would be like do it in person yeah I think with it's easy to just send a text or an email with like your issues but I think always having an in-person conversation it is scarier obviously but I think that it's uh easier to get your point across easier to see their facial expressions and their tone i think that's huge because i think you might take an email like you could read into it way too hard and be like oh my god they're mad yeah so i think just having it in person that person's going to respect you a lot more as well that you had like the guts to just like come and say it to them
1: yeah i think i've been really struggling with that a lot lately actually um mostly just because i feel like i'm starting to be in a point in my career obviously I'm still at the bottom of the totem pole but I feel like I have things that I want to like voice
0: mm-hmm. and I'm
1: really struggling with finding my abilities to do that I I had like a review a couple of weeks ago and there was mm-hmm. something that I wanted to bring up and I like was trying to really build myself up for the it was like not even that big and I was like really trying to like build myself up for the prior days and I'm like okay hey, you just have to do it and then yeah. I didn't do it and I feel like shit about it and yeah. I feel like I failed so it's like I don't know. It's so, it is really fucking hard, especially, but I do think I'm like, okay, Haley, you're not a complete failure. Like you have been made, like, I try to look at like other situations where I've had to confront people. I I feel like I'm starting to be able to do it in my personal life with people, but I I Mm -hmm. feel like it's a whole nother level in the workplace.
0: Well, I think with the- Which sucks. Yeah. With the workplace, you kind of always have that fear of like that worst case scenario yeah, And obviously, that might be a different type of stake where, like, with a friendship or a relationship, your stakes, I guess, are, like, that relationship ending or that person resenting you. That's Whereas a bigger stake than work, though, I'd say. I, I know. And then with the workplace, crazy. Thing, like, you're worried about getting punished or fired or, you People know, to treated hate differently yeah. because of it. Yeah, and... I just think kind of going back to, like, looking at something logically and trying to see it, like, okay, what's the other person's point of view? Like, how will they perceive this? Trying to, like, think about it from their perspective. Like, if I was a boss and my employee came to me and said this to me, like, how would I react to that situation? And just kind of thinking about it in those terms. And obviously everyone reacts differently, but I think it might help you to realize, like, oh, if that was me, I would actually respect that person for saying this because, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. I think, I think I do this thing where I'm scared of asking, confronting people and asking for things. I think. And so that was like in this work situation, I wanted to just like talk about the potential to work from home after COVID and just say, just toss out some thoughts there. But I I guess I have this fear of, of asking and then being like, you asked for too much or like you're trying too hard to push the envelope. But then I'm like, and then I'm like, even after I didn't ask, and I was like, oh, hills, the worst that they're going to do is just say no. Like, Exactly. What's and then the- that's it. Yeah. Exactly. Like they'll say,
0: no, like we prefer everyone to be working in yeah. office. And then you say, okay, at least I tried. Then I got my answer. Then- and,
1: and now yeah. I'm stewing. Now I've been sitting here for the past two weeks being like, oh, boy, I want to talk to them about it, but I don't know how. Like, it's like, yeah. it just causes me more stress. And that's the same with relationships because you don't bring it up and then you just stew. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I
0: think like... Like you said, like you're thinking worst case scenario, but like if I was a boss and my employee came and asked me that question, like I would be like, oh, they're just like thinking about, they enjoy the working from home aspect. Like I would, I would consider it. And you know, that would be that. It's not like they're going to be like, oh my God, what a fucking idiot. Like, you know what I mean? Like no one's going to think that. And I think it's so hard because it just all stems from anxiety and like having that worst case scenario mindset. Right. Like, and I think it's like funny because Literally in most situations it always ends up like after the fact you're like, Oh, that wasn't that yes. like
1: <laughs> Exactly. No, I agree. And I kind of wrote that down to acknowledge when a confrontation like acknowledge how you feel after you just did a big confrontation or something goes yeah. well, right? Like be like, Oh my god, I still have my friend. Oh my god, I still you know, and yeah. I think it's I think I need to start retraining my brain slowly with each little confrontation. And then I think, but I think it's very common. I think it's, it's all comes down to like trying to mind read, I guess. I'm trying to mind read what my boss might think of me if I asked him this question or I'm trying to mind read what Gerald's going to think when I confront him about, I don't like to shave my legs anymore. (laughs) You know, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It is, it's an interesting part of the human condition and we all deal with it. And why are we all so like, I don't know. Why are we all exactly. so freaking scared?
0: Yeah. I think it's just like hard because everyone's definition or everyone's perception of what is confrontation is so different. Yeah. That it's just so hard to navigate it. It's just like a whole other like social, societal, like it is. It's you it's, you it's like one that you have to try and figure out. <laughs> yeah.
1: And like what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Because exactly. even there's that whole the whole connotation that if you're confrontational, you could be a bitch or an asshole. But yeah. you're just being forward with your thoughts. You're not actually hurting, intending to hurt anybody with explaining. And I I don't know. I just, I agree with that. Oh, sorry. Um, I think
0: for me personally, like I would say I'm kind of like in the middle, like there's certain things that I'm like, I'm just going to say what I want to say. Like I'm not going to get pushed around, but then maybe in bigger situations, if it's like more of a larger issue, it's something that maybe I'll think about more long, like for a longer period of time. Yeah. But I think for me in most cases, like I just need to sit like not really overthink it. I think so. Like too. if someone asks me something and I don't want to do it, but I'm like worried of like starting a fight, I'm just like, no, I don't really want to do that. Like yeah. instead of like overthinking the situation, being like, Oh, but if I say I don't want to do this, they might be mad at me, like blah blah blah. Like I'm just like, yes. Oh, this is not this is not a confrontational situation. I'm just gonna say yes. they asked me my opinion, I'm just gonna answer. Exactly. Like I don't think about it in terms of that. So I think yes. that's really important. And I also think when I'm having a conversation with someone, like, I always am trying to just say my piece and then just stop talking and, like, let that other person respond. Yeah. Give them and that And not make time. it, like, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I actually, like, heard this term. It's called practicing the quick no and the slow yes. So instead of, yeah, trying to, instead of panicking in this situation and, like, thinking of, you know, like, I don't want to do that, but how kind of making this whole narrative up in your mind it's the quick no and saying no I don't want to do that and and I think that's a very hard thing for a lot of people to do and I've been learning but I agree I think it's I think and 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 also I always uh, really respect people when they do confront me with stuff like I always really admire them and I'm like and it makes me feel good that that person trusted me enough to say that so I, I feel like that's another thing to remember is is anytime anybody's confronted you you usually feel like well actually that could be a lie a lot of people might just feel defensive but I feel like it's a good feeling when you're able to acknowledge that
0: no I think so too and I think like we said like there's a huge difference between being the person who's doing the confronting versus being the person being confronted yes so I just always think having some reflection about how you feel in both situations so that mm-hmm. when the coin is flipped you can kind of think back to those times when you were on the other side and yeah. just having empathy for that person in general and just always remembering you know respect and empathy are the biggest things I agree. and I think that as long as you kind of keep that in mind it'll really help from escalating any type of situation to becoming hostile or a fight I agree and it's As sad as it is, it's well not really sad, but like
1: as much as we want to run away from it, it, it's always there. Every day of your life, there's going to be some sort of confrontation. And and there's Mm -hmm. nothing you can do to stop that or avoid that, even though as much as you try to be the mediator. And I I feel like I've learned that so many times with like trying to mediate other people as well and keep the situation calm. People are going to have their emotions and they're going to need, you know, have the conversations they're going to have there's only so much yeah. you can do so
0: yeah exactly and I think if you know that you're going to be up against a person who is very like emotionally heated yeah and the situation could get bad like having a mitigator like you said might be a good idea maybe yeah. having a third party who's unbiased that could kind of step in if things get messy yeah I think that could yeah. be something else to kind of consider as well that's but I, I also just think too like a big point to keep in mind as well is just that like you can't take back things that you say
1: yeah like
0: once you say something like you can't put it back in yeah so <laughs> so I, I think that always think remembering to just choose your words carefully think about what you're wanting to say before you say it just so that you don't ever say something you don't mean or yeah. offend that person like just choose your words carefully I guess would be kind yeah. of another like point to keep in mind
1: I think that totally comes with age because I feel like when Kira and I used to fight I would be like so mean with my words but I think I think it's easier said than done to get just take a breath and and try to use the I am statements instead of the blame statements I think that's the best way to go as of right now what I'm learning is the best way to go yeah Uh, so I don't know it's a tough one I think it's definitely a lifelong journey and I think where I am in the journey is I think I'm really good at taking confrontation. I think I'm really able. I'm like,
0: I'm really good at this. Uh, No, but it's true. Like you take things for what they are. You don't take things personally. Like you're very easy to, for someone to talk to because they know like, oh, Hales isn't going to immediately like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? You're very like receptive and you have that empathy where you're able to see from that person's point of view.
1: Yes. I think I've been able to be good at that but I yeah. need to work on my other side on uh yeah just finding my voice in confrontation and mm-hmm. just slowly getting there which I, I feel like it's been a bit you know we're getting
0: there yeah it's always gonna be a thing that you're gonna have to work on I don't yeah. think anyone's perfect yeah at it. I mean it's less you have so much experience like you know the older you get the more that you do it obviously you're gonna yes. learn but I think, honestly, it's kind of a good thing if you haven't had to do it a ton, you don't have as much practice because it means that you haven't had too many issues in your life. No, that's a lie. I've had so much gone, like, I feel (laughs) like I've had
1: so much confrontation gone bad and that's why I'm forever like, I'm just gonna, I'm just not gonna say anything. But nope, I'm not doing that anymore. So, you know? Yes. But yeah, where do you think you're on the journey, Lux?
0: Um, I think I'm like, way better than I used to be when I was younger. Yeah. I think that I've kind of, I'm very, like, I know myself fairly well. And I know yeah. what I like and what I don't like and what I want and what I don't want. Yes. So I think for me, like, those quick no's, like you said, like, I You're I don't, don't overthink things like that. Like, if this is the way that, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm I am not afraid. I, I
0: don't think I'm afraid of confrontation generally. Yes. Although I've never really had to deal with any, like, large issues of confrontation sure. really in the, like my adult life yeah so I think with small things I'm definitely I've got that down pat but maybe with a larger issue if I had to have like a really serious conversation with somebody about something that was like actually like they life changing yeah yeah then that might be different but I have no problem like you know texting you and saying like oh I maybe we should do this with the Instagram for our gospel yeah gratitude. like I'm not afraid to do that As an example, or if Sean's doing something, I'm not afraid to be like, hey, like,
1: yeah, this is pissing me off. You know, no, I that agree. type of thing. So it also helps me, if it's any also reassurance, I should listen to this back. But it also helps me to understand you as well. When you are mm-hmm. very certain of what you like and don't like, it also yeah. helps me to know, okay, yeah, Lex likes that or like Lex doesn't like this. I think it helps me understand
0: you and our friendship. So yeah. I should I should do the same. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also coming back to like that being certain. Like we've talked about this before, yeah. like what am I certain of? like yes. i'm certain that i i'm trying to think of something that like i refuse to do <laughs> um oh boy What's something that i like won't do
1: um go on a four-day hike <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck. There yeah. you go. See, yeah. if someone's like, hey, let's go do this extended hike. I just be like, no, like I don't want to fucking do that. Like, yeah, I don't I'm I'm and I wouldn't ever worry about your feelings. Yeah. I'm not worried if I'm going to hurt your feelings because you invited me on this thing and you want to do this fun activity like now, nah, like let's do something else. Yes. <laughs> not. For and me. then
1: also being the person on the receiving end, I would never be offended by that. So then, yeah, I guess it's, you know, the back and forth. That makes sense. Yeah. So if you had a friend that was offended by that, then they Fuck need them. to check themselves. <laughs> check yourself. Yes. But no, I think it's... And and like we said, every relationship is different and it takes time. Like I've had friends for like 15 plus years and I'm still learning how we communicate. Exactly. Or freaking Kira or my parents. Like I've been around them since I was zero. So yeah. <laughs> we're still <laughs> exactly. learning how to communicate. So
0: yeah, for now,
1: sure. I, I, uh, I would love to hear... I guess your tips on it. Cause I, I know it's a very common struggle and yeah. how I also overcome like to know.
0: It. I also would like to know kind of like if anyone has any stories to share of either a time when you thought something was going to be like way worse than it was. And it ended up being fine or just like yeah. maybe funny confrontational stories that you might have. Like definitely we should um, share those with us in DMS on Instagram.
1: Cause I'd agree. like to know.
0: I know to me of too. That.
1: I agree. No, I definitely agree. I think it's, it's a useful skill, and I think I like I like having these conversations about these uncomfortable topics because yeah. it makes me think too. It's really yeah,
0: exactly It makes
1: me take inventory of where I am on that journey and check in and where I need to be and where we want to yeah. work too. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, now now get out there, y'all, and and confront your Monday.
0: <laughs> Just <laughs> You're like <do> barf. it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, ho- Lex, I hope you enjoy your cram cookies. And thanks. Everybody have a
0: good week. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.